Good morning, podcast. I'm Chef Ben, and this is Food and Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. Now, today is kind of a rainy Friday morning, which follows a rainy Thursday and precedes a rainy Saturday. Uh, and today, I thought that I would answer uh, Google questions. So essentially, what I did is I went to Google, I typed in, how do I cook? And then it auto-completes, and a bunch of stuff comes up. So I'm going to answer five of those autocomplete questions. So let's jump right in. First of all, how do I cook beet greens? So beet greens are the top of the beet, you know, the green part. Seems pretty obvious. Uh, when it comes to beet greens, the method of cooking that I prefer is steaming. They are a tender green, so they don't actually need much cooking. The first thing you want to do is wash the greens very well under cold running water. Next step is to remove any of the thick pieces of stem. Thin, tender pieces of stem are fine, but anything bigger than a wooden skewer isn't going to cook nearly as quickly as the greens. And so, but you can save the stems and chop them up and add them to soups or braises, whatever you want. Uh, put about an inch of water in the bottom of a medium or large pot, depending on the number of grains you have, and salt the water and bring it to a boil. Put the greens in the pot, cover, and cook for about two to three minutes. Drain off any excess water and then season the greens with butter, salt, and pepper, and a bit of cider vinegar. Delicious and very, very good for you. The next question is, how do I cook spaghetti squash? Well, if I'm being completely honest, spaghetti squash is not my most favorite thing in the world. My wife absolutely loves it, though. And cooking it is actually pretty easy. It just takes a long time. And the first thing you want to do is cut the squash in half lengthwise. This can be difficult and dangerous, so please be careful. The best way that i found to do this is to hold the squash straight up on your cutting board, place the blade of a sharp knife against the surface of the squash, give the back of the knife uh, a, a firm whack with your hand, and then the blade should be penetrating the skin of the squash, and you can slowly work the knife down until you've cut it in two. Now preheat your oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit, put about a half inch of water in a roasting pan or casserole dish, put the squash in cut side down. Roast in the oven for about 40 to 60 minutes, and then take two forks and scrape the quote-unquote noodles away from the skin. Season with salt and pepper and butter or toss with your favorite pasta sauce. So really, you don't really have to do much. It's just a waiting game. Okay, question three. How do I cook Swiss chard? Now, Swiss chard is hardier than beet greens and those take a bit more time to cook. There are two main ways to cook this delicious green. But either way, you want to separate this... Uh, <laughs> sorry, I wrote the seeds from the stems. <laughs> what I meant to say was the leaves from the stems. I'm just going to change that really quickly. Um, yeah, so you want to separate the leaves from the stems first. The two main ways to cook Swiss chard are sautéing and steaming. You can also cook the chard with a combination of both sautéing and steaming. To sauté the Swiss chard, first wash it, pat it dry, remove and dice the stems, and then thinly slice the leaves. Heat a frying pan or a wok over medium-high heat, add a touch of oil, chopped onion, and the stems. Sauté for about two minutes. Now add the leaves into the pan and saute for another two to three minutes or until the leaves are tender uh, and so are the stems. To cook the Swiss chard by steaming it, follow the same method as for the beet greens, but simply cook the chard for three to four minutes longer. You can also saute the chard for a minute or two and then put a lid on the pot uh, and steam the chard in its own moisture for a few minutes. All three cooking methods produce equally delicious Swiss chard. How do I cook chicken breast in the oven? Question four. Cooking chicken breast in the oven is pretty straightforward. Season the chicken breast with salt and pepper. 
uh, or your favorite barbecue sauce. Put the breast on a baking sheet, broiler pan, roasting rack, whatever it is. Place in the oven at 375 degrees Fahrenheit uh, and bake for 30 to 45 minutes, depending on how thick the breasts are. When they are cooked, they will be firm to the touch and white in the middle. You can also use a thermometer to check doneness, and it should read 165 degrees Fahrenheit. Once the chicken breast is cooked, remove it from the oven and let it rest at least five minutes before cutting into it. That's a pretty easy one. How do I cook ribs in the oven? This is the final question. Okay, so this question is actually pretty far down on the Google autocomplete list, but I've answered all the other questions in previous posts. So I also think that this question can bring a lot of value to people. Now, I'm going to assume that we're talking about pork ribs for the purposes of this answer, and it doesn't really matter if they're side ribs or back ribs. The key to cooking ribs uh, in the oven or otherwise is low and slow. You want to cook them at a low temperature for a long time. Generally, I cook mine at 300 degrees for four to five hours until they're tender. Uh, this is completely from raw, so they're not boiled or anything. Usually, when cooking ribs this way, I'll brine them in a solution of water, salt, and sugar. This helps the ribs retain moisture over a long time, over a long cooking time, rather. Um, and though it's a good idea to brine ribs, it, it isn't like absolutely necessary. I also usually dry rub the ribs for this type of cooking because it creates a nice crust on the surface of the rib. But don't worry, if you want a saucy rib, you can just start basting the ribs with sauce about an hour before they're finished cooking. Or you can just put some sauce on when they're done and blast them under the broiler really quickly to get that nice caramelization. So that's really it. You, you know, four to five hours on a 300-degree 300, 300 Fahrenheit oven. Sorry, guys, I feel like I can't really talk this morning. Like I said, it's a rainy Friday morning. But that's it. That's all I got for today. Um, I hope that you all have a fantastic weekend. I will be back on Monday with another great episode of Food and Five. Um, stay dry, everybody. I'll see you then. And as always, thanks for listening. Oh, I should say also, I feel like I'm out of it this morning. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe to this podcast. You can tell your friends about it. You can even rate and comment on it if you really wanted to. Um... No, that's it. Have a great day, everybody, and have a great weekend. And as always, thanks for listening.